0: This afternoon, we will continue moving through uh, the Brahma-viharas and I'm going to share some words about the practice of mudita this afternoon. So we're, we're uh, opening now to, you know, with, with Karuna, we open to how the awakened heart responds when it meets the experience of suffering and with mudita, appreciative joy, we're opening to how the awakened heart responds when it meets the experience of happiness, of, of delight. And so in, in cultivating mudita, we look for what is good and beautiful. We look for um, what is going well, and we celebrate it. We pay attention to it. We notice what happens if we really make contact with the joy and delight that is part of life so the suffering doesn't take up all the space. And at this point in the retreat, this this can be just an especially helpful practice. If you're having a retreat slump, the practice of mudita is a way of gladdening the heart, of connecting with gratitude and and really I was just reflecting on joy as being such a basic human state. You know, babies feel joy, adults feel joy, dying people may feel joy. It's just, um, there's a great power in being able to contact what is beautiful. And um, no matter how challenging the circumstances are, being able to contact, linger, savor, drink in what is um, what is to be celebrated, and what is um, what brings us gladness in this life. So, you know, the practice of appreciative joy. If we can resonate with the happiness of others, I've heard it said that our that your odds of being happy will increase by seven billion to one. (laughs) So that's pretty good. (laughs) The Dalai Lama speaks about mudita as a kind of enlightened self-interest. You know, that like, we, uh, an enlightened self-interest. And for me personally, I don't really know of a practice that's much happier than mudita. Mudita is a very, very happy practice. And interestingly, it's also said to be the most difficult of the Brahma-viharas to cultivate. The reason being that the practice of mudita will touch into um, comparing mind and judging mind. It'll touch into our jealousy. And these are areas that are often shadowed over, you know, in how we live our lives or in what we talk about to others. You know, it's like it's hard to admit that, that you wish you were feeling happy for someone else's accomplishment, but secretly you're feeling like you really wish it was you. That happens, you know. It's part of part of being human. So it really touches into these deep habit patterns of the mind, um, the comparing mind. So an example, an example of of mudita. And we'll begin the mudita practice in a few minutes. I'll guide you as we do. Um, We'll begin the mudita practice with a happy person. So I'll ask you to bring to mind somebody who's already experiencing some measure of happiness or well-being. And my sister, on my day off yesterday, I had a long chat with my sister, and she's um, visiting my father, who lives in Mexico. And after we talked, she sent me this this video, and it's taken by her boyfriend who's standing on the beach, and my sister Anne is in her swimsuit, and she's wearing her flippers and got her snorkel on her forehead. She's backing up, you know, facing the shore. She's backing up into the ocean, and her dog, who's a combination of a golden lab and golden retriever, is standing on the shore. So she's backing up, the person's taking the video, she's getting in, and you know once she's in, maybe up to her chest, you know she says, "Come on, Shipley, come on, you know, get in with me." And the dog's hesitant. The dog's not sure. And you know she's like, "Come on, and she swims a little bit. and then the the camera spoons to the you know, pants of the dog, and the dog decides to get in. And the dog is literally dog paddling out to see my sister in the ocean, and she realizes that the dog's coming out. and like, she's just beaming. you know, she's just so happy. And then, you know, there's just a, few seconds of her swimming along with her dog swimming next to her she's just in her full like that is a very very happy moment in my sister's life I was just, I was delighted to see that although there was a little shimmer of you know <laughs> I'm sitting here in the silence practicing for liberation and she's <laughs> swimming with her dog in the ocean that's ex- exactly how it happens but most most of the response <laughs> <laughs> was of a lot of delight for her and actually i watched it over and over again because there was something about it that made me so happy you know it's like the, the color of the sea and the I, I love my sister dearly the color of the sea and just the um the joy in her heart it just um it's it's really it was was so gladdening A few more words um, about kind of the near and far enemies of mudita. The the far enemy is 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 you know is jealousy. Is jealousy is um. The comparing mind, you know, the comparing mind that somehow would have the idea that there's like limited quantities of happiness to go around, that if something fortunate happens to another, that somehow that, that threatens our own sense of security or safety or happiness. So it's natural for envy to come up in this practice. That's the, the far enemy. The near enemy is a kind of exuberance where, you know, perhaps you're feeling really happy for someone, and your energy just gets so big and so huge that it kind of becomes all about you. You know, that feeling. Um, where where, where um, the energy just, just overwhelms, actually, can overwhelm really making contact with the joy of another. Yeah, an example that's commonly used to illustrate this is uh, you know, how, how parents may be about the accomplishments of their children. So you know, sometimes you'll hear, <laughs> you'll hear a, a parent speak about an accomplishment of one of their kids, and it's you know, it's you know, my Sarah, my Johnny, you know, and it's it's very much reflective back to what great parents they are that you know their kids are rising stars in these different ways. But oftentimes, you know, you may hear a parent speak about a success or an accomplishment of their child, and there's no narcissism in it. You know, there's just this this true mudita. For the unfolding or well-being of this beloved, uh, you know, child or young person, a- and there's a there's a difference in how that how that feels, how that how that comes across and lands. So, uh, an example of like of of true mudita is when you know a parent is truly happy uh, to see the the growth, the successes of their chi- child, a kind of a maturity about that. And so when we attend, when we attend in this way, tuning in to the beauty, the good, the, the, the well-being, there's a brightening. There's a brightening in the mind. There's a gladdening in the heart. Very much another contactful and relational practice. And there's power and being able to direct your mind in this way. I find it very resourceful and, um, and nourishing in addition to being a practice that naturally will purify as well. Okay. So settle into a posture that's as comfortable possible for your body. And taking some moments to sense into what's, what the tone of your heart is now, this afternoon. Again, sensing the breath moving through the heart center. And I invite you to bring to mind uh, the image of of what we'll call the happy being. This this, um, is... You know, someone who's experiencing some measure of happiness, of well-being, of things going well in their life. You might bring to mind the image of someone doing what they really love. But choose a person or being you know, that's, that's easy for you to, f- to feel, not, not a complicated relationship. It's often good to choose someone that's already in your life, so someone you know who's experiencing some measure of, of, a, of happiness. Let your self take some moments to soak in the image of the face and the body of this being in a a few moments when things are going well. A few moments when the conditions internally and externally are worthy of, of celebration of happiness. And you may sense the natural joy you have as you resonate with their happiness. And staying connected to how this impacts you, staying connected to to your natural joy for this being. You might offer silently, I'm happy that you're happy. I'm happy things are going well for you. May your happiness continue and grow. I'm happy that you're happy. May your happiness continue and grow. Let this be a whole body practice so you're not just saying the words but you're letting yourself actually be affected by their happiness you're letting your heart and your nervous system and your belly take in the joy of this being and how it impacts you You may also choose to use a few of these Sri Lankan phrases that Adrian shared with us last year, really beautiful phrases. I delight that you're here. May your joy and happiness continue. May you appreciate, may you really appreciate your goodness. I delight in your being. I delight in your being. If you're aware of any sense of constriction or a bit of feeling shut down, sense, sense how the heart of awareness can include and make room for this too. No need to struggle with whatever's happening. Just allowing, clearly knowing. I delight in your being. You may continue offering the phrases toward the happy person. Or you may move to offer some mudita for yourself. And we can offer mudita to ourselves whether or not we're having, you know, a moment of of what we like or don't like. And joy is still possible. So whether you're having a lovely afternoon or a difficult afternoon, some measure of something is going well for you or you wouldn't be sitting here in this moment. Meta for ourselves may feel a little like gratitude. Excuse me, Mudita. Appreciative joy for oneself may feel a little like gratitude. Taking a few breaths into whatever happiness or joy or even just plain good enoughness is here for you today. With your good enoughness I might just offer, you know, I'm I'm happy that I'm happy, or I'm happy that things are good enough. May my joy and happiness continue and grow. not in a sense of deficiency or a lack, but a direct connecting, celebrating, honoring what's already here. If you were to use the Sri Lankan phrases for yourself, I delight that I'm here. May I appreciate my goodness. I delight in my being. Delight light in my being. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.